Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on another beautiful, sunny evening here in Portland, Oregon. We're, we're on the cusp of summer here, and it is just beautiful outside. A little, little breeze going, and it's... Uh, couldn't be better. I'm joined tonight by two of my favorite people. We have a very special guest uh, who you may have seen before. Um, Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. It was a short week this week, and Friday came fast, and it couldn't have come faster. It's just great. It, it It's awesome, and I'm really happy. I'm stoked for tonight, man. Love it, love it. And hey, yeah, we've got a really special guest. You guys have seen him before here on the show doing some review episodes, but we we realized that we've never had him on as like a solo guest before. So welcome back to the show, Electric Sheep City. How are you doing tonight? Meowdy. Hey. I'm doing really well. Great to be here, friends. Rock and roll. That's great. Hey, we're really happy to have you. Uh, especially, you know, we talk about you every week because we part of the show, we, we're covering this listener series, and I keep saying like, Oh, you guys have no idea what goes behind the scenes. Oh, there's all this programming. Oh, these these sheets you got to see them. So now you get to see, like, the man behind the curtain over here. <laughs> so this is the wizard of sheep, <laughs> right? Right. Don't look behind the curtains. <laughs> so, um, you know, I I I'm sorry. That's not a very proper introduction. What I should say is. You know, legendary wild Hearthstone streamer, legendary, you know, hit legend, multiple legend in standard, multiple legend in wild, part of F2K, Comnet, uh, Lego builder extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep on piling keep, it on. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> this, is, this is a great resume. Thank Captain's you. Captain's an amazing <laughs> ship in Sea of Thieves. He's all over the place. Yeah, that's right. Pirate that's legend right. as well, actually. Oh, pirate legend. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Have you hit Legend with Pirate War and Legend in and in Sea of Thieves? That's like a double uh, double whammy over there. So, well, I welcome. Don't know that I've hit Legend with Pirate Warrior. Now that you mention it, that may be a a goal for this next season. Right. <laughs> Very cool. Um, hey, for people who may not be familiar, would you uh, do us the favor of just a brief intro? If you or tell us about yourself as much or as little as you're willing to share, but uh, like how long you've been playing Hearthstone, why you, why do you like Wild, and whatever else you feel like sharing. Absolutely. Uh, so I am Electric Sheep City. Um, the name is a little odd on, on, on first blush. Um, so uh, Hydra and I were kind of like talking before the show, and he's like, did you ever mention how you got your name? I couldn't so, remember. I couldn't. <laughs> right? So um, Electric Sheep is a reference to uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, the Philip K. Dick novel that Blade Runner is based off of. So um, back in the day, my buddy and I were going to like do this like cyberpunk uh, like book podcast where we were like reviewing all these different cyberpunk books and it never really took off. You know, we, we read a couple together, but we never really like recorded anything about it. But I made it my Twitch handle and everything and had the website and it just kind of stuck. 
it seemed to fit. <laughs> That's very creative. <laughs> it really is. I've always been wondering. I kind of stumbled into it, not going to lie. It was not an intentional uh, a decision to kind of make that my like online persona. Well, but now, it works. Now you're stuck with it. <laughs> exactly. It's on your shirt there as well. You got a nice, cool sheep wielding a sword and shield. Hey, who is it that does the art for you? Because I want to give them a big shout out because it's amazing. And Yeah, so the vast majority of my artwork is done by Riraro, who is amazing. Um, there are a few tidbits that are done by uh, Castrovet, who's also amazing. Um, but most of them, like all of my emotes and stuff like that, that's Rue. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. The artwork is fantastic. I always like every time I pop into your Discord, it's like there's a new picture. I know with um the Barons, like there was a new picture of the sheep with the sword and the shield or whatever, like out in like Rokara oh, style. Yeah. And I was like, Man, this is great. Uh Who really outdid himself with that. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that my was, gosh. That was fantastic. By the way, yeah. Uh, so Blade Runner aside, I remember when a scanner darkly came out and thinking how cool it was that, um, it was like a, I don't know. It was, it's animated, but it's like, it's like animated on top of a film kind of like it. Oh, it's, yeah. it's super trippy. So, so they made the, the whole thing. They like filmed it and then they did a rotoscope is what that's called. Oh. Where they basically like put that like almost essentially like a Photoshop filter. Very different than that. It's much more in depth than that. You know, there's a lot more touching up, et cetera, but like everything is rotoscope. So it's like, uh, gosh, who else in that? I know Keanu Reeves. Rotoscope. Is that what, how the take on me uh, music video is done? I think it is, <laughs> but a much older version of it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's got, so it's got Winona Ryder and Woody Harrelson and yeah. Robert Downey Jr. It's a, so it's a, it's a good cast so there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. So how long have you been playing Hearthstone? So I've been playing Hearthstone, gosh, I know that it, either TFT had just, sorry, T, uh, the Grand Tournament, TGT, had either <laughs> just come out or like was about to come out um, whenever I very first started playing Hearthstone. And I was super free to play. Like my, my friend was just like trying to get me to, to get a, a collection to play Mech Mage because that was like mm. the, the most, like the, the cheapest, but like best deck that I could kind of get at the time. And I remember very vividly that I finally got the dust together to craft Dr. Boom that morning. That afternoon, they announced the standard and wild split. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> wow. The day that I crafted Dr. Boom, and I was like, okay, I, if I want to continue playing this game, like I'm just going to have to like throw my wallet on the table and you know, like the, the way that things are just going to turn over for standard, definitely going to have to do that, but I don't want to lose all these cards that I've been playing. Yeah. So of course, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm still going to play some wild. I didn't play a ton of it. Like with the, um, uh, initial kind of wave, but whenever, um, whispers of the old gods mm-hmm. rotated into wild, like that's when I continued to jump in. Cause whispers of the old gods was exactly like that. That's where they got me. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Now that you mention it, when, when wild and standard first, um, split, it was like, well, they're, they were so similar at the time. And it was like, actually standard is more different than wild because now we're on this limited collection mm-hmm. and, and wild is like, well, that's what we've been playing for the last couple of few years. So 
this is the new different one. And so it, it's, it was interesting. I mean, I was kind of in the same boat and I played both, but, um, you know, I was more confused cause I did not pay attention to social media or anything. I'm like, where's every, what's happening? Where are my cards? <laughs> I can, I cannot imagine. Like, I think we're all so invested in yeah. the game that we're really plugged into all of the news sources. And every time there's something new, it's like, okay, I know about it. And yeah. if you're just a casual player and you aren't tuned into all this stuff, you're like, oh, this game needs a giant update. Sigh. You know, and you download the update and then it's like, there's a new year. <laughs> there's a new format. You can't play these old cards anymore. And you're like, what just happened? Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's, it, it is what I it is, I suppose, but. By and large, they do a pretty good job of like explaining what the changes are whenever something's been nerfed, with the only exception of that being Mancrick. Because like, whenever they nerfed Mancrick, it's like this to this, and it didn't look like it had changed because it was <laughs> all right, this right. way. Or Madcrick that actually like was the change. Yeah, yeah same card. So um, those things that you and I kind of just like take for granted and just like click through. Back in the for the first like year or so that I was playing Hearthstone, I was reading those because I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And so, what what got you into Hearthstone in the first place? So, uh, my best friend uh, Sprocket, um, he and I are the ones who uh, started playing Sea of Thieves together. Um, he got me into it. He's just like, you have to play this. It's really fun. Got me into it. You know, we for the longest time we just kept on playing. He finally hit legend with like Jay Druid, um, like back in the day. Like he was the first one for the from the two of us to hit legend. He hit it the one time. It was great. It was a fantastic accomplishment. And he's like, "I, I beat the game. I don't have to play." <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, I'm like, "Well, I haven't done that yet. Like I, I want to hit legend." So you know, I, I finally did uh, first in standard with like uh, an Uther slash Urvala OTK Paladin. Oh, that's wow. Yeah, that was my jam. Uh, Papa Jason helped helped me with that one. Um, uh, the he before he was like a, a GM, like back in the day. Um, so like that that felt really cool to kind of like get that coaching and like that that kind of like more pro like slant to it. Mm -hmm. And then once I finally you know like had the the more experience with that um, kind of tactical uh side to it and oh here's what i'm doing and when because you know like i was good at, at the game before then but like you know I've, i had never hit legend before or anything like that and once i actually had some coaching it kind of like was like oh here's how to kind of navigate through those so that that really helped um and ever since then i mean i, I haven't hit legend every time since then but it's, it's for the past year it's pretty much always happened <laughs> yeah and very cool very cool well, it's sort of a, you know, I, I'm very happy to have you on uh, solo. We've had you on many times. It's sort of a tradition at this point. Every time we do a review show, it's like, hey, Sheep's coming on. And uh, it's it's always great um, to to get your assistance with all the artwork and the uh, the sheets and, and the scoring and all that stuff. So I'm happy that you can hang out with us tonight. We're looking forward to it. And what a weird coincidence, because there are some new cards we'll talk about later. Oh. So, hey. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. The, the timing was really good. I was sitting here thinking, like, <laughs> really oh, God, was. it's another week with, like, no news. And then 
of course they dropped us and then it's last minute scramble to put all this stuff together. But I'm, I'm excited, you know, new stuff is always good and we're going to get a, you know, a card dump of 30, 30 ish cards over the next three to four days. So it's just going to be a flurry. Uh, so it, it'll be yeah. fun. I, I do want to say we are going to do our full card review show next week. And so we're looking at a few tonight that were officially released by, by Hearthstone. I know some others were leaked and translated. We're going to save those for next week, but we've been looking at several of them tonight and then do the full review next week. So yeah, it'll be exciting. So before we get into news and listener series news, let's, let's see how everybody's doing and what we've been up to this week. Nate, how's it going? What have you been up to? It's been good. Like this whole week was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was super fast or super slow for me. Work was kind of crazy. So I was telling these guys Monday night, I pulled like a 12 hour day because I had to do work like normal and then present our budget to the mayor and city council and all the kind of like, uh, and, and I was, I don't know, we did that until almost 10 o'clock at night. And then I had to work the next morning and it was like, okay, well back to, back to the grind. And then, um, I had another big presentation on Thursday, so I worked until about seven o'clock on Wednesday night. And so by the end of the week, I was like, wow, what happened? My sleep schedule is all messed up. And I last night um, I got home from work and I was like, I'm really tired. I'm just going to lay down for a minute. Like I'm going to set the alarm for like an hour and I'll probably sleep for like 30 minutes, but I'll set the alarm for an hour just in case. And that was around like six o'clock or so. I just meant to lay down for a couple minutes and then I woke up and it was like 10, maybe 1030. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? What day is it? Who, where is everybody? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Like, <laughs> so, um, I'm a little discombobulated like the, and I was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. Like I got to prep for the show. Oh, I got to play my listener series matches tomorrow. Like, oh, there's all the stuff I got to do. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this weekend just to play catch up a little bit and kind of get things back to normal. Um, I have been playing a lot of Mass Effect uh, trilogy because I love it. It's probably one of my favorite series of all time. So I'm 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 very close to the end of Mass Effect One. Uh, I've been doing like a Paragon playthrough and it's very fun. I'm I'm excited that they redid the graphics and some of the gameplay for it. So it's actually been pretty good. Uh, it's a little bit cheesy, but it's very good. Uh, of the three, <laughs> of the three, it's like the bad one, but like it, it's not bad. Uh, so that's been fun. Um, of course, I've been playing some Hearthstone, and I started playing Diablo three as well because I got I started getting excited because Diablo two remake is coming out, and then they're working on Diablo four. I did see, you know, we were joking the other day that Diablo 2 was coming out and you could pre-order it, but there were no goodies. Yeah. Well, they've <laughs> added goodies now, so oh. you can you can get it. There's a version of it that you can get for, it's about 50 bucks, and it comes with Diablo 3 if you don't have it, and then it comes with extra in-game goodies for Diablo 3. Uh, and that includes the remake of Diablo two. So like, you know, or you can get Diablo two standalone for like 30 bucks or something, and, but it's cool. The upgrade is like right in the middle. Uh, so like, I probably will end up doing that. Uh, the only other thing I will say, someone had recommended to watch, uh, I think it was Shia Wasina was recommending Castlevania on Netflix. And so I started watching it and like, Oh dude, it is very good. It is very, very good. 
I've heard. I haven't tried it yet. I mean, I played a bunch of the games, so I'm I'm inherently a fan, right? And but the animation is great. Uh, the voice acting is great. Uh, the animation is stellar. Just the fighting scenes and stuff is really cool. I what I don't want to spoil the story, but I'm like four or five episodes in, and it's like it's over. Like okay. And there's four seasons, and so it's like, oh, man, what is going to happen next? Now, if you've played the games, you know, Dracula revives over and over and over and over. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the show. I'm not there yet, but, like, it, it's very good. That's all I will say is I'm really enjoying it. It's on Netflix. Um, and uh, is it for the kids? No, it is not for the kids. It is very bloody, and there's lots of swearing. So, uh, <laughs> But it's a, it's it's a lot of fun. So if that's your thing... Um, then then check it out but i will say uh it's it's good it's it's been a lot of fun so that's yeah that's that's really been my week uh kind of a blur but overall i'm having fun sheep how about you how's your week been my week has been pretty awesome um so uh, i had this week off of work which is great which means that we've been doing a lot of housework so cleaning up a whole lot um (laughs) i've been uh unintentionally tanking my rank in hearthstone um in a uh, wild and standard, I've been playing um, uh, achievement decks because um, mm. I hadn't been grinding achievements at all. So you know, whenever it's like b- b- before we're we're working on the house or afterwards, um, and I just kind of want to work on those achievements. That's what I've been doing there. Whenever I've been climbing, I've been playing classic. So I've gotten up to platinum and classic. Oh no way! Um, but nice. I'm, I'm in legend in both standard and wild. So lot of fun my rank looks pretty terrible but i'm having fun doing it and that's what matters <laughs> my goal just hasn't been to win it's been two complete achievements <laughs> what, what have you been playing in classic uh in classic mostly combo druid um because i really like the mid-ranginess of it mm-hmm. and i had already had it in all gold so um you know the diamond rag kind of helped with that as well like I, the uh, version I was running didn't have rag, so I <laughs> say it does now. It. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, now that's it great! Does. That's great. Um, yeah, when they diamond rag was like the perfect choice, I think. I just it looks so like, cool. Well, they couldn't have picked a more like a better card to kind of embody the classic format. I think. You know, I yeah. mean, that's my opinion, but it's, you know, it's a neutral. It's got a lot of flavor. There's a lot of lore. Uh, it's just, it's such a good pick in, in my book. Yeah. Speaking of lore, I've been uh, reading um, some of the uh, comics for the, the Warcraft um, stuff that uh, Goliath the Dwarf uh, mentioned. The Was it the last time he was on? The first time he was on? Um uh, whenever he was like, "Hey, there's there's this humble bundle. Like, check it out if you're interested." And so I, you know, bought it back then and have actually been starting to go through those. So I'm almost done with the first like 150 page one because um, I mostly read those at night. So that's been a blast too. Nice, cool. nice, awesome. Well, for me, I've done a few things this week. I uh, speaking of books, I was reading. If you guys remember, I was reading Stephen King's The Shining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I finished that, and I was pretty stoked. Actually, it it does not it's not exactly the same as the movie. No spoilers if you haven't read it, but I highly recommend it if you've 
you know, just seen the movie, never read the book. It it's both are great. The movie was amazing, but so is the book. The book is absolutely amazing. There's so much more insights into what's going on. Oh, big time! And everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, like uh, it, in in the in the movie, like you see the little flashes of. You know the little girls or the 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 lady in room two three seven I think it is, um, no that stuff. But you learn about all these things, right? Like there's just there's so much more to it. You're in everybody's head. Like it goes between like all three characters and the main characters anyway, and what they're thinking at the time. And like it's it's just it's phenomenal. Totally recommend it. And I'm about to start Doctor Sleep, probably in the next couple days. Oh, you will love it. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for it. I don't know why it's taken me this long. Because, like, I've been a fan of Stephen King since I was pretty young and I read Pet Cemetery, And I just love the book. The movie's a little silly. Oh, the movies. Both the movies are bad. <laughs> I haven't seen the new one. I've only seen the old one. That Like, it's just 80s cringy horror like the book was crazy like that was one where uh, well his older ones okay like stephen king back in like 1970s stephen king was on a a, a multi-year bender of drugs and alcohol that, that mm. drastically influenced his writing and that might so, explain it <laughs> <laughs> and so when you read some of the older books you're like oh oh like wow like that okay that's that's something right there and uh pet cemetery is one of those (laughs) yeah so yeah um planning on doing doctor sleep soon and i guess sticking along the horror theme everyone i've seen is now playing the new resident evil game village oh dude it looks good i want to play it so bad but i didn't finish seven Mm mm-hmm and so I've jumped back in and I'm playing seven over again because I, I never played that one either. Oh, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun. It's, it's very, very creepy. I looked up the total play time and it's supposed to only be like 13 hours or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I've spent way more, like I'm going to be over that, like for sure. Cause I don't, think i'm very i think i'm like maybe a third or halfway into the game and probably already played about like eight or nine hours (laughs) because i go everywhere i search everything and i'm literally creeping around each corner i'm like you're not gonna surprise me but guess what (laughs) they do they still do (laughs) they they get you every time Um, so it's a super fun game i've been playing that and having like an absolute blast uh i also have this little treasure here if you're not watching live or haven't seen on twitter but my wife made this little murloc dude it's so cute yeah yeah it was like she actually i've been asking her for the last three or four years to make me murloc because she makes all sorts of little things all the time uh, she's made like the Among Us guys. She's made Hearthstone beer cozies. She's made That's like right. this uh, Hearthstone um, iPad case where I've got a golden Leroy Jenkins on the back of it. Um, <laughs> wow. That's she makes, uh, all sorts of weird things. But she, yeah, she made this little Murloc and it is like the cutest little thing ever. Mm-hmm. I was going to prop it up like on my mic here, but my mic's a little too low. So it didn't really work out, but I, I'll put them somewhere. 
I'll figure out a spot and he can be in the stream next to me. Maybe I'll get a whole bunch. There'll be like tribbles. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I saw it was so cool though. I saw you too. I saw you tweeted out this week and then the official Hearthstone people like liked it. Like, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. The, the, I, I told my wife that I was like the people that made the game liked your Murloc. She's like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> right. That's so good. That's so good. So, yeah. so that was pretty cool. Yeah, we I, just, we need her to to figure out how to mass produce them now. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Um, at first, she's like, "This is the only one I'm making." I'm like, "But there, you could make like every color combination. You could put like a little scarf on them, you know." Hey, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. drinking a mug of tea, like have them holding space. right. <laughs> that's so good possibilities are endless right exactly yeah. um hearthstone wise uh i i was playing more on the the new account that i had made and you'd be surprised how fast that rewards track goes like even as free to play they really like front load that thing because i'm already at it's like level 43 or 44 wow something wow. like that on, on yeah and it's not and i'm only on the on the ladder, like 26, I think, something like that, 26, 27. Huh. And ha almost halfway through the levels on the reward track, experience-wise, you're nowhere near half, but, like, right. where, where they get you. So, like, it just feels like you play a few games and you're opening packs like crazy. So it's it's actually pretty good feeling at, in the beginning. And I had mentioned last week that I had only faced like a lot of free-to-play decks and i was wondering when that was going to change and it's definitely changed around the rank 30 mark i feel like every person i played had purchased the 20 dollars deck at that point and i had not so it it, it, it was brutal like a sub 50 percent mm -hmm. ouch like climb when you have all the crappy cards yeah <laughs> i will say like for my my son uh we had played a lot over the week he's you know wanting to play more hearthstone probably because i play a lot of hearthstone and he likes demon hunter and i was like well let's buy you one of the pre-made bundles and uh we were able to make a super competitive death rattle demon hunter um primarily with the cards that they provided i think we swapped like three or four cards maybe and oh nice and like that's that's pretty much it uh, and I'm sitting here posting in our discord, like, okay, I'm so proud. Like nine year old kid, he's got almost a 90% win rate with this. And granted, like the, it's a different rank, you know, but like, it's so great. And and he just hearing him like laugh every time he drops like Blackthorn or Nazoth or, <laughs> or <laughs> right. It's, it's so fun. And so it's been, uh, that's been our like bonding this week, but I, I, that's I feel like, as a free to play account for him, um, like you're not going to have that stuff, and so the opportunity, like, okay, I'm going to spend twenty bucks, but totally, I'm, I'm going to get at least three legends that I didn't have, mm -hmm. um, and and now I do, and uh, like cool because the chances of you opening those from packs are super slim, you know, and crafting mm -hmm. them costs a lot of dust. So the one card that we crafted was the new Nizoth. But that was it. Everything else, you know, he was missing a couple things, so we subbed in the amalgams that he already had, and like he just loves it. It's been a blast. So sorry, I didn't mean to take over your spot. I'm no, sorry. no, 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 no. That I saw you post that and mind blown. Like that, 
it, it's it's just really cool to see, and it's a proud dad moment, right? Like, look what I did. I remember my kid when he was playing mid range hunter, and he was showing me right? like when he was just owning people at rank like seventeen or eighteen or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and he's just having a blast when he reached. I think he by himself hit fifteen like alone playing mid range hunter. Dude, that's great. And, that's awesome. And it, it was just this cool feeling, and he he's an emoter too, <laughs> like. <laughs> every time thank you thank you thank you wow <laughs> i will hunt you down um, Delightful. But, <laughs> but uh yeah so that that's been going decent playing the you know sort of the garbage mage deck that you sort of start out with it like is horrible going into like the control warlock that you can buy like you got like no chance like it's just yeah. They have board clears for days, right? Like every single you just drop because you the core set um, deck for mage is just kind of like a couple secrets and some big bombs, like the uh, dragon, the six seven that lets you use your hero power more than once a turn. Uh, um, yeah, Aldara Drake. Yeah, you just drop that, and then they just siphon soul it. Oh, cool, thanks. Right, like <laughs> you drop three things, and then they use the kill three minions card. Yeah, it's just that's rough. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's just brutal. So, um, but it, I did realize you could just switch to Demon Hunter and play core Demon Hunter and destroy people. So that works too. Um, it was really easy to get all the core set cards because you just have to hit ranks or a total of level sixty. Yeah. Uh, between all the classes it, that comes so oh, fast yeah. mm-hmm. so fast like i got a mage to level 20 and then i just played a few other classes to level 10 and that come like you get that xp really quickly and then the entire core set is unlocked so for free to play at the beginning it's not too bad really yeah on regular accounts i dinged 100 on na and i picked malfurion so Ooh. that because I need to play Druid, and Sheep's going to talk to me about that a little bit later, because I've been <laughs> complaining I need Druid wins, and I, I don't really like Druid, and I've never really played Druid, so that'll be cool. On NA, uh, so NA, I dinged 100. On EU, I'm at 90, and Asia, I'm at 89. Dude, wow. So That's some commitment. I'm That's... almost there on, on the other two servers, so I'm, I'm climbing my way. Nice. <laughs> so i'll get there but yeah that's basically yeah that's been my week how about uh we transition a little bit into the listeners series nate what's been going on there yeah for sure okay so we're now i it's weird because the the listener series like starts over on sunday is the start of the of, of our week and so we do the show on friday and so now it's towards the end of our week so we're towards the end of week four right now um going into the week <laughs> Look who's sitting here on top. <laughs> For those of you listening to the audio version, it's Mr. Hydralisk over here. I don't know how that happened. Well, it's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. So these are, it's uh, Hydralisk with Martian Boo, Maxi Bond, and Swagwar. Uh, like tied for first place over here. And then followed very closely by Shia Wasina and Corbett, uh, Absolute, and Bane, Ben from work. Um, Dark Davy, Duo Cat, Joaquin, J Rose, and Oddlaw. So these are kind of our our top right here. Um, so yeah, it's exciting though. It, it's a lot of fun, and we're learning a lot as we go. Um, 
you know, Sheep has been instrumental in the process, and it's been a lot of fun to to hang out each week and to kind of work on the stuff behind the scenes and uh, kind of gathering up some ideas and, and things for the next season to see kind of how we want to, you know, go with some of this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a blast. Um, and uh, so, and then the we the excuse me the challenge for this week. Uh, it's called Big Papa, and so here's the challenge, right? <laughs> it's based on a Biggie song, okay? Um, <laughs> Throwing my hands in the air, right? Uh, so this week, this week, the challenge is the deck must contain at least 15 minions. So here is the tricky part: all of the minions must cost at least five, so five or more. Uh, so you're all looking at a bunch of big boys, uh, and then all of the spells. Uh, so any minion that costs four or less is banned. And then all of the spells must be odd cost. <laughs> so that throws kind of a, a, you know, a wrench in everything. It makes makes things a little bit tricky. And so, you know, it's been interesting. Testing and building decks this week has been uh, an interesting experience. Yeah, I was, I was hit up by Swagwar, who asked me to make a gentleman's agreement to put in the new Nosdormo into our decks for this week so i a little reluctantly agreed but i agreed (laughs) nonetheless i feel like because he plays mean decks all the time this could be some trickery Mm -hmm. um as as he's kind of well versed in these things but i i thought hey whatever it's fun um he'll probably scramble just as much as i will (laughs) that just will be quick uh, that's very short. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how that one goes. <laughs> we're we're gonna play tomorrow. So cool, cool. Um, yeah, I don't know, sheep. Like, can I put you on the spot for two seconds to talk a little bit about you know the, the how the scoring works or any of the kind of behind the scenes stuff? I mean, you make it look yeah. so you make it look so easy, um, but but. <laughs> But it's it's truly been a, a I think a, a big learning experience for both of us. Yeah, it's been a huge learning experience, and and one that I'm I'm glad to have kind of like a under my belt and to have learned from. Um, so uh, of course, first off, um, ridiculous hat gave us access to the uh, sheets that that they've used um, for some of their series, and that was really instrumental in in helping uh, create the the sheets that we have. You know, obviously we you know made them our own. So uh, it's definitely not just a copy paste by any stretch of the imagination, um, but uh, instrumental would have <laughs> been much different and much less uh, plug and play uh, without some of that kind of programming knowledge that I would have had to learn from scratch. Uh, so that was huge. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, um, you know, obviously it was a lot of work, kind of preparing, kind of putting everything together initially. But then after that, maintaining it has been a, a lot more kind of straightforward. Um, so one of the things that you mentioned in particular was uh, the the point structure, you know, how scoring works. So um, in each of your matches, you know, if you win, you automatically are going to have three points. So if you sweep, so win 3-0, you get five points. If you lose the game, you lose a point. You have four points. If it's 3-2, you still get your three points. If you lose... Um, but you got two two wins. You got two points. If you got one win, one point. And if you got swept, unfortunately, you got zero points. So that's kind of how we get to our point total there. 
at the end of everything, if we have a tie, that will be worked out with what's called opponent win rate. And that has this really complicated formula. But at the end of the day, it basically means that if the people who you played against had really good, you know, a, a really good win rate, and, you know, kind of won more than the uh, people who your opponents played against, then you will kind of prevail on top because your your opponents had a higher win rate. So that, that's that opponent win rate there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, hopefully that, you know, isn't something that we'll kind of have to worry about and kind of have to run that algorithm. But it's definitely there uh, if, if it kind of comes to that point. Um, but as you can see there, like we've got like a, a really stacked top 15 and I, I can only imagine that it's, it's going to... Uh, uh, continue. I mean, gosh, we've only got what this and next week. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's really close. I mean, for, for those of you who are tuning in that uh, aren't familiar with the structure as a whole, it's set up mm -hmm. to have five weeks of competitive play. And at the end of the five weeks, um, the, the top players are then invited to three weeks of playoffs, if that's what you call it. So like quarterfinals, semifinals, finals, um, and then something that we're doing differently this season than we did last season, differently than we'll probably do next season, is that there's a prize pool. And so we had a, a few of our community members very generously donated a very large prize pool. So Dr. Evil and Schmoopy Daddy and Ben from work graciously donated. So there's a prize pool for this, which has been uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's I sort of feel like the fun police because often people will ask like, oh, can I do this? Oh, can I do that? And like, well, normally, yeah, but there's a lot of money on the line. So like I got to take the rules really seriously. I'm sorry. And so I, I have been the bad guy uh, quite quite frequently over the last se <laughs> several weeks, but I think it will be it will be worth it. I think everybody for the most part is having a lot of fun and we're all collectively learning quite a bit and doing oh, yeah. sort of a community mind meld in, in terms of what we're looking at for the next season. And so it, it's just been a blast. Um, have been having a, a good time with it. And so, yeah. Uh, by the way, before we move on, um, I, I'm doing my match tonight right after the show. So if anybody is interested in watching it, um, I'm, I'm playing against Memnarch. I'm a little bit scared because I'm sitting at like 3,000 legend and Memnarch is at like top 10. But, you know, <laughs> there's just you know, kind of 3,000 players in between us. That's okay. Um, I think it will be a lot of fun. So Blue Train, an NHL fan who we had on the show last week, reached out and said, hey, uh, can we cast your match? And I was like, dude, that sounds cool. Let me ask Memnarch. And he said, yeah, that that's great. And so that's happening at 9.30 tonight. So in about two hours, uh, right after our show ends, they're going to be casting my match. So Blue Train and I got it all set up last night. It's ready to go. Blue Train is going to be hosting it, but we've got all the fun graphics and stuff like ready to, ready to go. So that'll be a lot of fun. So you can all watch me go out in a blaze of glory uh, against Memnarch. But I, <laughs> I will, uh, I will do my best. I will try, um, and I, I will try to eke out a win. We will see. But it's been a lot of, it's been a lot of fun. And big shout out also to, uh, to Blue Train, to Ben from work, NHL, and Six J, and and some others for doing some play testing with me. And that's been, a lot, uh, it's just so much fun. It's been truly uh, like we talk about community building or whatever and that's that's been a lot of fun for me is in we've got a separate discord for the listener series and 
when I see it go off, that's what it is over and over. It's like, hey, anybody want to play test? And then five different people, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And all different times of the day. And so that's been uh, that's been fun to see. So, yeah. Anyways, that's, that's about it for the listener series. Um, stay tuned for more as we transition to... Uh, the playoffs, I think hopefully we'll be able to start streaming um, a little bit more, just some things that we need to coordinate on the back end. But uh, yeah, stay tuned uh, you know, to, to our show or to our Twitter or to our Discord for more news on that. And that being said, I'd like to transition into the Hearthstone news because we actually have quite a bit this week. So Hydra, if you wouldn't mind kicking us off into the Hearthstone news for this week. Yeah, and you're right. We do have quite a bit. Uh, first kicking it off... We've been waiting, and Thrall Book of Heroes is finally out. It's the free PvP solo content. Uh, If you complete it, it comes with a free Shaman pack containing five Shaman cards. Just good old free content that if you want to play it, you know, it's there. Have you guys given this a shot yet? Yeah, I took it down. It was a lot of fun. Oh, Oh, you did? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I love the solo content. That was one of the the first ways that I really engaged with the game because uh, initially I was a little uh, scared to jump on the ranked ladder. Mm-hmm. So I'd either play uh, solo adventures or casual. So uh, solo adventures still to this day have a special place in my heart. And every time one comes out, I I have to play it. <laughs> yeah, they they're so much fun. Uh, they're different now than they used to be. I I was yes. talking about it a little bit. Uh, the other day, uh, back in the day with Naxxramas and some of the old adventures when they would come out, it's like, you know, now there's a mini set and you buy it and you get all the cards like in a, you know, one fell swoop. And back mm-hmm. in the day, it was like, okay, you buy this thing for 20 bucks or whatever it was. And then it was released over a four week period and you unlock the cards by completing the wings. And <laughs> I, I sort of like that. And Blue Train's like, yeah, I really prefer just having all the cards and then i started thinking about it and i was like well it was fun going through like i love the the you know pve stuff and playing against the computer i loved all the dialogue nax ramus is like probably my favorite you're playing against kelthasad and he's just so hilarious and you know unlocking the cards as you beat the wing but when you did it live it was like okay cool i can beat the wing in you know an hour or half an hour or whatever the time is, you just jam through it. I'm like, Oh, that was really fun. Uh, now I have to wait a week to get, you know, <laughs> the next one. And the waiting is, is rough. And so there's pros and cons. I mean, back in my day, we have to earn our cars. <laughs> That's right. You young whippersnappers. <laughs> uh, while I really like playing through the solo content, I know a lot of people just want to like grab the cards and start, playing with the new cards and building their own decks, mm-hmm. even whenever it was the kind of like tiered rolling out system, you know, a, a lot of people just want to like build the deck and start going. Yeah. So while I like playing the, the solo content and I'm going to do it, I know I'm kind of the outlier there. So it makes sense that they're kind of moving away for that, uh, earning the card. That's true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's true. It. <laughs> Did you play it, Nate? Uh, not yet. Not yet. No. It, uh, this week has been too crazy for me and I've been, it's, it's hard. Cause like, I want to play it. And then I've got Mass Effect over here, and I've got Diablo over here, and then I've got work in the background being like, don't forget, you got to submit the budget. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
but no, so I have not yet, but I've done all the other ones. I mean, usually when they come out, I play them within the first week or so. So I'll do it this weekend. Uh, we do have a long weekend. There's the holiday on Monday. So I have a, a long weekend here and that'll be fun. I'll, I'll jam through it. I did buy the bundle. Uh, I think the bundle looks super cool. Um, I am That's still- actually a good transition to the bundle. Hey, there we um, go. Yeah, if... if- if you guys want to pick up the bundle, we do have that in the store now. It's $9.99. You get the new Frost Wolf Thrall portrait where you get five shaman packs. $9.99. So you said you did pick that one up. Did you get anything cool in it? I got 40 dust times five. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty cool portrait, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some. It's not a big deal. I... Back in my day, we paid $10 for portraits and portraits alone. <laughs> <laughs> and a card back, I think. That's true. We did get a card back. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, speaking of card back. Speaking of card back. Wow, we're on fire. Uh, Lunara's garden card back has returned to the store. Two ninety nine or 500 gold. Uh, this was originally available when you hit rank 20 in rank play back in May 2018. We don't know exactly how long this is going to be in the store for. They're usually not there very long. An estimated end date would be around June 2nd. So if you're looking to pick this up and don't have it yet, I would hop on it quickly because I missed out on one of on the Valera um, skin and I'm ticked. To this day, and I have no idea when I'm going to be able to get it again. It's going to be about three years. Go and judge me by these, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm I'm a whale. I grabbed them all, and I just didn't... I remember I logged on just to click on it. It was, like, one day too late. Silly. Um, also, back in the store... We got a lot of stuff back in the store. I guess they're finally listening, hey? Like, put this stuff in the store. We have the Magni Bronzebeard Hero back in the store either 999 or 1500 gold so cool. yeah the, i absolutely love magni is one of my favorites i like uh to play magni as pirate warrior i think it's really funny <laughs> you confuse because, all your opponents <laughs> well yeah because he's got the best armor up right like it looks so cool and Why so my beard <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're so good at that thank you <laughs> <laughs> So I find it hilarious to 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 do uh, the pirate warrior, but there's a special shout out here to uh, Wolfram, uh, who was petitioning for the last 56 days on Twitter, posting to bring back Magni, and uh, Wolfram finally got their wish and even got a shout out on uh, the Hearthstone Twitter when it was announced. And our good friend Nate Wolf here <laughs> did a good little Photoshop, right? This uh, he took Wolfram's yeah, so head. <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Nate. So here's yeah, here's what happened. So Marspad reached out to me. So Wolfram's been posting this every day, right? Fifty six days in a row, and uh, and so Marspad reached out and he's like, "Hey, uh, our buddy over here is petitioning for this." over and over and over and what do you think about doing a little or i think maybe he just posted hey can someone do a photoshop and they tagged me in it and i think tagged a couple of other people and i was like oh 
yeah, I can do this. And coincidentally, it was last Sunday when Sheep and I were working on the sheets behind the scenes. So we had like from 10 to 12 Pacific or from 12, you know, 12 to to Central where you're at. Um, Mm -hmm. Part of the sheets, I I don't know, honestly, like you do all the work. I'm sort of there as moral support. And uh, but so I've got the sheets and we're talking about it and I'm looking at it and that tweet came through and I was like, I can do that. And I just happened to be on at the right time. And I love it. Like Wolfram, he's got the ginger red hair. Like it works perfectly with Magni. And so I was like, yeah, I'll jam that. And so I jumped on Photoshop and I, and I, and like his face just fits right there. It was so great. And so it's um, so perfect. And so I, you know, I put that together and sent it off and was like, is this what you're talking about? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And so it was kind of fun. Um, we did this like right before they released the skin. It was like a day or two before. Um, And then someone else, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, then took this and, and dropped it down into the um, like the hero portrait thing. And Wolfram was using it on his, uh, on his Twitch stream to cover up the normal warrior portrait. He was using this like in the (laughs) little, hero portrait and that was cute and then so when hearthstone tweeted it out they uh they had like a little you know uh screenshot or whatever of his thing and i was like oh i made that (laughs) that was fun it was really cool so (laughs) i but i'm very i'm happy for him because he he had petitioned hard for it and so that was pretty fun yeah Um, he needed to have magni like legitimately i think he needed to have it so i'm so glad for anyone who didn't already have it, but Magni's back in the shop. He looks so happy. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for him. That's great. So that's yeah. the story. I mean, just a happy ending, right? <laughs> All around. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next up, we got an announcement from Blizzard. Well, a statement anyways, about BlizzCon. So on May the 26th, uh, we got a statement saying that Creating an in-person event takes many months of preparation and the complexities of the pandemic have resulted in an in-person event not happening this year. So they are planning to do a global event for the early part of next year and combining an online show with smaller in-person gatherings. So whatever that means, means, let your tinfoil hat start uh, thinking... And I guess we'll see, because so this past year we had the online BlizzCon, mm-hmm. uh, BlizzCon line. So it, it seems like it's going in a, a similar fashion as this past year with maybe some smaller in-person little things. Um, I think that could be, you know, pretty cool and they're playing it safe. So what, what do you guys think about about this? I think it's smart. Like the, the amount of legwork and, and planning and, and forethought that goes into it's planning any event is you know not inconsequential i can only imagine what the logistics are behind a blizzcon oh um, dude yeah planning small right. events takes a lot planning an event of this magnitude like they're not joking when they say hey there's a lot when they say there's a lot of preparation and complexities like there's a lot of comp, you know, there's a lot because it's not just them. It's there's vendors and there's uh, community members and there's employees. And then they've got, you know, whatever the they state build sets and they like oh, commission all sorts of like 
technological like uh, movie or not movie a uh, screen walls and all sorts of stuff that looks amazing. But holy moly, the magnitude <laughs> of work that goes into it. I knew it was coming, man. <laughs> as soon as Nate said it, I, I knew I had to work yeah, again. Yeah, it was in here. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's great. Uh, BlizzCon line I thought was really well done. And so I, like, I enjoyed it. And I liked being able to... I was like, well, I want to watch Hearthstone. I want to watch Diablo. I want to maybe take a peek at WoW because i like the cinematics even though i don't play and and i don't know i mean historically for me i've never gone i would like to go at some point but i like being able to um you know check check out the stuff and and essentially i so i've bought always the um like the online pass and so this year was like okay cool it's this is the thing that i've paid for for the last two years except this year i get it for free and so I, you know, I don't mind. At the end of the day, when you start talking pandemic stuff, like better safe than sorry, I think is a good mantra there. And so, not only is it unrealistic that they could pull something out by, like, typically it was in the end of the summer, right? Like, was it July, August, something like that? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's there's no way that they could pull something off that quickly, at least not good. And I am of the uh belief that if you're going to do something you should do it right and to to like wing it for an event of that size like nope 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 so you know we'll see i don't know what they mean by small in-person events my mind goes to like kind of what they would do with the innkeepers like fireside gatherings and stuff like that and and that assumes like hey that it's safe to do in your area depending on what's going on with the covid stuff and they can wing it you know uh, so I don't, I don't, it is what it is. I'm not surprised at all. And hopefully, you know, the pandemic magically goes away and, and a year from now we can do have an in-person BlizzCon that I probably still won't attend, <laughs> but, oh, look at the cat. Oh, look at the kitty. Sorry for everyone who can't see the kitty. You guys are all, you're missing out. She's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, next up in our news, I actually heard about this bit of news while listening to our friends over at Coin Concede just last night. Uh, there's there's a new little uh, blog series that Hearthstone has put out called Tavern Talks. And I guess it's some interviews with uh, people from the scene, and they're just trying to highlight different people in the community. Mm-hmm. And our friend over there, Coin Concede... Edelweiss got uh, featured in the very first one. That's so cool. That's so cool. And you know what else? Uh, the, the person that wrote it, and I hear that it was kind of a collaboration, but the person who actually got to do the interview is our buddy, um, Deck Tech, Nick, Nick Weiss, mm-hmm. uh, who just got hired with Blizzard as well. And so it was like, whoa, cool. It's, it's very like surreal when you have friends who are now working for the company and friends who are being interviewed by the company. And it's like, wow, what a small world. But this is so, it was such a great interview. I like, I would encourage anybody to read it um, and check out coin conceit as well. A great show with some good friends of ours. And, and so that was very cool. Uh, very cool. And we're all available if you want to interview us. <laughs> just saying i mean <laughs> it's, but, yeah, it's it's so neat when it hit close it hits close to home like that right right absolutely like, i just so think cool. yeah yeah 
It is. Uh, our next piece of news that we have out is something that happened very recently. We got uh, we got the the mini set announcement. It, it it just happened right out of nowhere. We didn't have too much of you know leading up announcements out of announcements. We got to speculate a little bit, but. I guess it's launching on June 3rd. The cinematic trailer dropped uh, just yesterday. Right, yeah. Which I thought it was it was clever. It was it was kind of neat. Um, and so details, uh, we have 35 brand new cards, individual cards, so 60, 66 in total. And there's four legendaries, one epic, 14 rares, and 16 commons. So you can get this by either paying fourteen ninety nine, or you can use two thousand in game gold. And uh, so, if you've been playing along the rewards track so far, you may have this already. So that's really cool for free to play players using the rewards track. This drops on June third, which is a Thursday, and card reveals started today. Like, yep. Out of nowhere, right? like we're, we're, we're like we got a show to do tonight, and <laughs> suddenly there's new cards. What are we gonna do? <laughs> my my only complaint is that there was no music with the cinematic. I we need a Ben Brode rap. Mm. We need a Ben Brode rap song. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's so funny though. I love Guff. Uh, you guys, if you haven't watched it, you really should watch it. Uh, but incredible. like, you know, I, I mean, essentially what it is is like the elder saying like. You can't go in here. It's too dangerous. And they're like, uh, okay. And then he leaves and Guff goes, we are going in there and we're not telling him or something like that. It was so <laughs> silly. Yeah. I, it, was, it was very funny and I'm, I'm ruining it. But if you guys watch it, <laughs> it was, it was better than I make it sound. And uh, if you've ever actually been in whaling caverns, it's, it's just full of the, you know, the inside jokes and it's just funny. It, it it's a good lap it's it and i like the animation as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely and so uh we've seen a couple of cards come out so far uh they did first up they did a, a like a, a teaser image of like four legendaries no text on them at all but here's four legendaries uh and one thing I did want to say before we got too far into it is just give a giant shout out to Goliath the Dwarf, who completely called uh, this the Murloc, uh, Mutanus the Devourer. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, called it when he, he came on the, the lore show for Forging the Barons. And yep, here we go. And then Hearthstone revealed the golden animation and you can see the, the big old giant bug eye murloc eyeballs moving all around in different directions it reminded me of Cthulhu. it was so great uh so that's well done well done my friend well done i'm sure uh you know we'll have to look at some of the other cards as well but uh i was i was very pleased that uh you you hit you hit the nail on the head with that uh, prediction there so uh, and again, like we were talking about earlier in the show, next week we'll do a full set review of of all 35 cards. Uh, but in the meantime, we've got four that were revealed today, um, unof- or officially by Hearthstone. I believe they were uh, put on the Hearthstone Instagram account and then shared. Uh, they brought to our attention anyways by Imic. And so thank you guys for that. Um, 
there have been a couple other leaks so far. If you guys want to see them, they're floating around on Twitter. We've got a special channel in our Discord for uh, like new expansion hype, like leaked cards that you like. Hey, no spoilers. Like if you want to wait, you don't have to go there. But if you want to see them, so these cards would come out in like I don't know if they were Russian or German or some other language, and then and then like fan translated. So they're not official, official, but like I'm sure they're correct. And uh, so anyways, we're going to take a look at these four cards that were revealed today. So the one that is up right now is Mutanus, the Devourer. This is a neutral, legendary, seven mana, four, four Murloc with a battle cry that says, eat a minion in your opponent's hand, gain its stats. Like what? Okay. Sheep, what are you, what is your hot take on this? <laughs> My hot take is that. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that reminds I mean, me. I wish I had the graphic for it, but you had kind of a fun exchange with Celestalon on Twitter earlier today, if you want to talk about that at all. but Oh, yeah, that was a blast. Um, so, uh, gosh, uh, so uh, Swag, you are um, posted, you know, a, a question about, you know, kind of the mechanic and, you know, basically if it goes into the, the graveyard or, you know, basically if it can be rezzed or if it's just kind of like uh, Reno, the the hero pap, hero Reno, it like just, works where it's just like gone. Just gone. Right? So, yep. Yep. And Celestalon's like, yeah, I mean, this is pretty much gone. <laughs> so that's like, does it count as delicious? <laughs> <laughs> we had like a, a kind of back and forth of, you know, puns and, and, you know, like uh, Inside and Hat had, of course, had a really clever way of disrupting Cthulhu, which looked really cool. Um, so mm. I put on there, there's always a bigger fish, <laughs> the uh, Star Wars uh, gif. Mm -hmm. And Celestalon uh, replied just with the um, Nazoth. Uh, the fish. The fish of Nazoth? Yeah. Um, the Battlegrounds, Battlegrounds card, though. Yeah. Um, kind of <laughs> like a picture of that. So it's like, okay, well, is it because there's the Nazoth card coming like we've seen standard uh, constructed cards go into battlegrounds will we see it go the other way maybe maybe not I, I um, mean, it is a legendary in battlegrounds right right I, I think i would love to see the fish of Nazoth in game that would be great it would probably um, be pretty op but it would be so cool it would be um, so cool so uh, elsewhere, uh, Celestalon was like, uh, it would only be delicious if it's 4-4 four, four or larger. It's like, that'd be pretty impressive, wouldn't it? Imagine a <laughs> murloc eating something larger than itself. That'd be quite the achievement. So my kind of <laughs> tinfoil hat theory is that the achievement itself is called There's Always a Bigger Fish. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know if the uh, Fish of Nazoth kind of works its way into a constructed card, though. I, I think that'd be really cool. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like the idea of the potential disruption. You know, we've been seeing people compare this to like a dirty rat. Now, it's random. Like, you don't know what's in your opponent's hand. But you drop this and, and the card is just gone. Like, you're going to have a lot of people rage quit or rage add you after <laughs> after using this. I, I want to play with it really bad. At seven mana, it's really expensive and it might be too late. Like, when we're looking at you know, APM Mage or Mozaki or something like it might be too late. The combo decks are not quite as prevalent these days. Uh, you know, back when Starliner was a thing or we were seeing a lot of, you know, I mean, last week we were talking about like Celestial Alignment, Maligos, Druid and stuff like that. Like, hey, if you can eat a Maligos, like that's pretty cool. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's really interesting. It looks super fun. Like, is it going to be good? Like, is it, I don't know. Is it going to be super fun? Heck yeah. And yeah. so, I don't know. You know, people already are seeing like, uh, like, oh, Shutterwalk. Oh, bounce it back to your hand. Like, I, I'm just excited to play with it. Hyder, do you have any thoughts on this? I just think it's awesome. I love the flavor. Um played against this guy and in wow i think he's really cool i do like the idea of disruption i mean it, we're gonna have to be in a combo meta probably for anyone to really want to run it but you could just put it in your deck for fun i like fun right you make some some people angry so somebody, i'm okay with that like eh, why not <laughs> somebody mentioned that like they're like Oh yeah, you just drop this in your Reno lock, and then it uh, corrupts Ticketus. It's like, well, there you go. When we talk about making somebody angry, like, <laughs> yeah, I think Standard's gonna have a field day with Mutinous. <laughs> does corrupt Ticketus? That's that's a good point. And you could totally eat if it's a mirror. You could eat your opponent's Ticketus, hey, and it just um... makes Nazoth better because it gives you an actual Murloc to play to actually bring back with new Nazoth, new Zoth. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're going to play it in wild, but like going to be fun to play in standard. And <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, now does uh, my, my question is, does his tongue move around when it's golden? It does. Yeah. It does. They released okay. it. They released oh, cool. it. The tongue like flaps around and the eyeballs move side to side. It's great. It's so great. Sold. Sold. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So we got three other cards. And these are all the same type of card. So, like in Barons, we got the caravans. So in um, in this mini set, now we have the dungeoneers, and so these are these are the people exploring the dungeons, right? So first up, we have Frostweave Dungeoneer. This is a mage card. It's a rare three mana two three with a battle cry. Draw a spell. If it's a frost spell, summon two one one elementals that freeze. Um. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, it, it definitely piggybacks off of some of the mechanics of the most recent set. And so uh, I think this will be interesting. The battle cry is is kind of cool. I like a couple of the other Dungeoneers better. But it looks like this is kind of trying to create that new archetype in standard that uh, they were pushing a little bit for Mage. I don't, I don't have a lot of thoughts in terms of application for wild. Like I just don't see this at all, but it's a cute card. Um, sheep, do you have any thoughts on this? At least it's a battle cry and not a, if it happens to be on your board at the beginning of the next turn, like the caravans. Oh um, gosh. The caravans are just so weak trying to yeah. do the achievements with them. I get so mad because you play the caravan and your opponent then kills it. And I was like, bro, just let it live until the next turn and then kill it. Like, you know, I'm only playing this for the achievement. Come on. Right. <laughs> so I agree with you anyways. But it's, it's tutor draw with yeah. an upside. If it happens to be a frost spell, that's kind of cool. I think standard again is at the very least going to play around with this. And I don't, I don't know that we're going to, but Spell it's tribes, cool. spell tribes are interesting. I don't spell think, tribes are interesting. We have not fully explored that yet. I think. I agree, and and having more interactions with spell tribes, I'm really excited to see how more of those uh, spell tribe interactions kind of are developed in this and future sets. Like, I think that's really, really cool. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? I don't think right now 
has a home in in wild but i do like what y'all are talking about with the spell tribes i think there's a whole future with spell tribes this could tutor you know specifically what you're looking for maybe there's a cool frost spell that we have one day but i mean it's understated but it also draws a card so it's like in in a vacuum it's not a bad card i just don't know if I don't think we're probably going to be using it in in wild in a deck anytime soon. It, it doesn't seem to have a home right now, but I think it's cool. I do, and I really like when um, Blizzard likes to to make new things, and I'm all for it at all times. Right mm-hmm. now, not so good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, and and honestly, in my mind, the other two I think are better. So it'll be kind of fun to talk about those. Um, so let us look here. Uh, the next one up is Devout Dungeoneer. So this is a priest card. Again, rare. This is a three mana, two, three. With a battle cry, draw a spell. If it's a holy spell, reduce its cost by two. Oh, man. This is good. I I, mm-hmm. I don't see... I, I mean, I, I will slot this into Reno Mage or Reno Priest for sure. Because I'm already running holy spells. I'm already running spells in general. Tutoring cards is great. Uh, card reduction is great. Like thinning my deck is great. I I don't see a lot of downside here. I mean, I wish three. I'd rather pay two mana for it. But like the battle cry seems pretty good to me. And maybe I'm just maybe I'm overhyping this. But like I I like the idea of it. Um, drawing drawing cards is good. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, like what I what are your guys thoughts on this? I guess we'll go with you, sheep. What do you think? I think it's really interesting. I, like you said, drawing cards is good. Tutor, you know, draw is good. Discounting things, particularly in Raza Priest, is good. But what are you going to cut from that list to jam devout Dungeoneer in? I don't I'm not, know. I'm not so sure. It's hard because the mana cost, like, I wish that it cost two instead. Yeah. It Like, when I when I look at the classic lists, like... Typically, you'll have like a novice engineer, or sometimes we're running like uh, the loot hoarder or something just for draw. True. And like, okay, you could swap that, I guess. The problem is like this is more expensive. Um, the deck that I brought to talk about tonight, I think maybe you could drop it in there. We'll get there in a little bit. I don't know. Um, I. I I definitely want to try it out for sure. Mm-hmm. What what is interesting to me is the the corrupt cards uh, for priest right now that say like palm 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 reading. I guess is is not the right example. What is the other one? Um, uh, I don't remember what it's called. It's the the Ouija board card, right? It's you draw you draw a card, and if it's corrupt, then you reduce it by two. Um, I can't think of the name. Oh yeah, um, insight. Yeah. Is it inside? Yeah, yeah, that's it. There you go. Yeah. And I called it, I'm sitting here calling it Ouija board. There you go. I met Insight. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I told you it's been a long week. No, that's It's (laughs) it's been a long week. Anyways, (laughs) the card, uh, and and when I play that, sometimes it's like, well, you know, you can tempo it, you can greet it. You like drawing a card is great. If, If it just so happens that that card is reduced, even better. So we'll see. I don't know. I definitely think that it's worth testing. I will say that. Yeah, it, it's got a home deck 
whether that's like you know the best version of that deck hmm, maybe, that's, maybe not yeah. but it's got it's got a place mm-hmm. even even you know in our format so i think that's really awesome what do you think hydra i think it's definitely better than the mage dungeoneer <laughs> for sure but like that almost needs to go unsaid my, my other thought is that like being in wild with all the crazy shenanigans and combos and stuff that we have that we're sitting here questioning a card that's a three mana two three that not only tutors a card but it reduces its cost by two right like that effect is is mind-blowing like (laughs) five years ago or four years ago or even three years ago like it's crazy like it's a three mana three two. Okay, yes, that should cost two mana. But drawing a card, you know that 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 costs right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and reducing it, like it's a really really good effect. But it just goes to show you that decks like Raza Priest, like they're so tight, yeah. right? Like that something like this that has a really really cool effect that we'd have to actually sit here and question. Oh, is this? You know, is this good enough? <laughs> right? Like, even though it's insane, like in an old vacuum, like it, it's it's really, really cool. Like, I would have slammed this in every priest deck back in the day, but yeah, it, wild is is pretty wild. So, uh, oh, if it drew a spell and reduces co- cost by two, period, oh. you, you would run this in everything. Oh, period. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fact, fact that it, it needs it, to be holy. Yeah, and that if, it's kind of a roll of the dice of whether it discounts it or not It's and not draw a holy spell. That's what makes it a bit more iffy. Yeah, truthfully. if it, you know what, if you, like it's like you were saying, if it drew a spell and reduced it by two no matter what, I'd pull a schmoopy daddy and put two copies of this in my Reno Priest deck. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's, yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. I like the hot takes, Um so, all right, we've got one more. So the last one is a shaman minion, uh, primal dungeoneer. This is a rare three mana, two, three with a battle cry, draw a spell. If it's a nature spell, also draw an elemental. Uh, okay. It's, this is, you know, interesting. I suppose we're seeing some support for this elemental, shaman archetype that they're trying to push now the funny thing is like i've been playing some standard trying to trying to get demon hunter wins and like elemental shaman i feel like is is not very good but (laughs) if it curves out like i've got steamrolled by it that's now that's a big if uh that being said if they're able to give it support maybe there's potential i mean the idea of having that uh, condition of playing an elemental each turn or your battle cries aren't triggering is tough but if there's support for it then maybe i don't know. i'm 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 skeptical but like this is cute the priest is the the priest card is the one that i'm interested in and even that is i'm like eh, you know so th- this will be interesting i mm-hmm. that's that's about as optimistic as i'm going to get with it but i i will say interesting Sheep, what do you think? I see the look on your face. <laughs> if Primal Dungeoneer itself was an elemental, then we might actually right? be playing some elemental shaman in standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But if you play it on three, even if you get the tutor draw, then you break your elemental chain. You really want to have like a, a really, really heavy density of elementals in order to make that work. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, elementals general trigger, you know, to, to get any of their effects are conditional on you having played an elemental the previous turn. So if you're jamming this on three, you can't just jam something that was conditioned on playing an elemental the turn before, even if you just drew an elemental that would synergize. It's This card is almost, gr- like, I'm not going to say great. This card almost helps enable an, an archetype that isn't even good enough yet in standard with a smaller card pool. Well, we're, we're not going to see it in wild, and I hate that, but I, I like, you know, um, being able to tutor Zeph is cool, and, and it's definitely relevant. Um, well, yeah, let me ask you, on that wavelength, like, do, do you see this potentially going in, like, a Shutterwalk Shaman or something? Like, is there, a, a, like, a, you know, the right deck that has the right elemental and the right nature spell to make this work? Or is that too much of a build around? No, no, I mean, okay, I, I see the skeptical I, look I on your face, know. but oh, I, I, I started God. I started seeing people play ice fishing in Shutterwalk Shaman be, with the two Murlocs of uh, fung, Fungal Master, Flurgle, and Toxfin because it's a full board mm-hmm. clear. And so that, that was a pretty clear example of a very specific targeted like tutor draw and i it made me think like is this a build around in the right deck granted it would be fringe but like maybe give it to someone like boltzman or or white delight or some shaman expert to to play around with it and see i mean it's not going to be me i'll tell you that but like (laughs) i'm curious to see what will happen with it and if all of the spells that you play or, or you know, like all but one or two are natures, and I think maybe. But the fact that you're, you know, kind of rolling the dice, yes, you you draw a spell. So, so that in and of itself is really mm-hmm. good. But if you're kind of relying on drawing an elemental and getting, you know, either like like Zeph or, um, I, I don't know, like a the, the big taunty boy, the five mana seven eight, um, Earth and, Elemental. Thank you, Earth Elemental. And you don't draw a nature spell, then you can't like yeah. do that thing. And if you're, you know, running Zeph, then odds are you're a Highlander deck, and so you're not running duplicates of spells, which means that the spells that you are playing might not, you know, have that critical mass of nature spells because you're only running one of each. And then it starts getting a lot more kind of high rolly on whether you actually, you know, get the get the high roll effect. And you know, again, with uh, Primal Dungeoneer itself not being an elemental, you can't even kind of consistently uh, jam it into kind of like an elemental shaman to, um, you know, trigger the, the, the future effects from, from the, the elementals in future turns either. So I really, really want to like Primal Dungeoneer. And there are several ways that it's almost right there into where like we would just be playing it, period. And I don't think that it's quite there. And, yeah. and I'd love to be wrong, but like, I don't think so. <laughs> well, and we can see, you know, there we are going to have a giant, you know, card dump over the next handful of days. And so <laughs> yeah, whatever we say tonight, we may have changed our minds by next 
by next week. We'll see. <laughs> Whoa, look at that cool new nature spell, and that's an insane <laughs> elemental. Right? <laughs> the nature spell is if you draw this, then, you know, <laughs> right? Get seven yeah. calamoses. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we are not giving these uh, a numeric review value. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Hydra? <laughs> I put this in your back pocket. Wait for later. I know that's like the stupid cliche thing to say. I think it's super powerful. It's that it's got targeted draw. It draws two things if you set it up correctly. It's going to be niche in some sort of just Reno or combo deck in the future. I It's not going to pop into a, a straight up meta deck that we currently have. But I, I do think that it definitely has potential. I think you guys covered most of the bases there, but um, save it for later. Think about it in the future when you're you're doing your ingenious deck building because it, it definitely has potential. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Completely agree. All right, well, uh, that's probably time for us to transition to our next topic, which is the meta and deck discussion, Nate. Yeah, very cool. So we had something kind of fun uh, over this week that our buddy Slizzle put together. We talked about this a little bit last week. So on May 19th, uh, Slizzle tweeted out that he was collecting data for the first ever Wild Hearthstone community meta report. And he had created a, a Google form and it was just open, open submissions to everybody that you could fill out this form and he was collecting the data. And uh, so what has happened over the past week is that uh, the survey closed. And so he um, completed his community meta report. And so it's really interesting that, um, so he said he received 331 responses uh, collected via Google Forms. And then he created a YouTube video where he analyzed the data. And it was really cool because he broke it down based on almost like um, how HS Replay or Vicious Syndicate will show the both um, like the region that people are playing in, whether it's, you know, NA or EU or Asia or whatever, and then also the rank. And so he's got it broken down overall by like, okay, here's all, you know, 331 responses and what they thought. But then also broken down by NA and EU, broken down by um, you know eleven star legend versus ten star legend, and and then you know D five to legend and then below, and it was really interesting how it deviated based on uh, the ranks where people were at, mm. and I thought it was really cool actually. Um, it it was uh, you know it's interesting. I think that um, you know I, I mean I, I hope that he continues to do these. And I hope that, you know, maybe there's a way that they could get, he could get more responses. Um, I mean, I feel like the Hearthstone community is fairly active on Twitter, particularly um, the the wild people. That being said, the folks who are very active wild Hearthstone community on Twitter are also like your most invested players. So these are all mm -hmm. your, these are all your yep. 10 star and 11 star players. And so from a data analysis point of view, it's going to be a little bit skewed um, at least in terms of your lower ranks, like self-selection bias. Uh, yes. There we go. I knew there yeah. was a word for it. it. What was fun for me as like, okay, I, I'm a 10 star player. Okay. I like that's, that's, that's been my life the last uh, 13 months or whatever. And, um, and I filled out the survey as well. 
But when you compare like the 11 star to the 10 star and Slizzle put it in a very polite sort of way, but essentially saying like, hey, hey, look, uh, look what the 11 star people thought. And then look what the 10 star people thought. And you can see where the 10 star people were wrong. And it was like, <laughs> and, and it, he, he said it in such a polite way that was not disrespectful. I, but like, I was like, yeah, okay, that's why they're 11 stars. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, it was it was a great report. I think that you know if if people are interested in checking this out, the video was like the perfect length for me because it was like just shy of ten minutes or something. Like it's it's not real long, but he went he went through everything and did a great job. Plus, he's got a, a nice accent, so I I recommend this. Um, and uh, I, I I think it'd be interesting. I hope you guys check it out. And I assume that he will probably be doing more in the future. Maybe not. I don't know. But that that was that was cool in terms of meta reports, and we'll include the link in the in the show notes if you guys want to watch it. Otherwise, uh, look at Slizzle four six six on YouTube, and uh, this will this will pop right up. Did you guys have a chance to either participate or or watch the video? Uh, I personally, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just uh, yeah yeah. What, what were you gonna say? Yeah. Did oh, you have I a just to see it. I didn't watch the video yet and I didn't know that there was a video posted, but I did participate in this and it, it, it made me really happy to participate in this. And while 331 seems like such a small amount of how many people actually play this format, I was really happy to see that amount of people participate in the very first one. So I'm looking forward to seeing this grow and seeing what he can do with it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like that is a really good first turnout for something that, like, for me, it just, like, I follow Slizzle, so it just popped up there, right? It, it just happened to be there, and it's not, you know, all over the place, right? It was just there, and maybe in the future, it's showing up on different websites and, and whatnot, and maybe, you know, if it's on whatever out of cards or like what wh wherever it goes like if it can maybe reach larger audiences and people that are at different ranks in wild or people that maybe play standard but you know they dabble and they're sitting down in silver or whatever and they can express what they see when they play right and so i i think that it's got a really good potential to get a, a much wider scope and a larger participation rate so i think it's cool total props to slizzle for coming up with this idea and having a success on the first one mm -hmm. how about you she what, what do you think i think it's incredible and i can't wait to participate next time i missed it this time in the participating part um my uh anniversary was may 19th whenever he announced it which was awesome and you get a pass I <laughs> I, I have adhd and so whenever i see something it's like cool i can't do that right now that'll happen later that it doesn't happen later. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, unless I put it in the specific place, blah, blah, blah. I digress. I didn't get to it, but I'm going to in the future because, like, I, I love any sort of kind of data collection mm -hmm. and analysis and stuff like that. Like, 331 is really impressive, especially for a first outing. And I, I think that the more that he does these, the more that it'll kind of become, you know, a, a routine, kind of however... Uh, frequently it goes out like, hey, if, if it's on basically a schedule, I know that on, you know, what, what, the 19th of every month, Slizzle's going to put his, his uh, 
form out and I can just like pop by and check it out, um, yeah. fill it out, etc. Um, as soon as that, that kind of becomes second nature, I think that we'll see that 331 increase rather than it being like, Ooh, novel and, and then de- decrease. I think that that's something that'll really take off rather than, than kind of fizzle out. Um, especially with Slizzle's, um, like dedication and work ethic, like the, the That'll really take off. And I look forward to participating. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, I mean, the other thing I think is really interesting about this is it's, it's all opinion based, a hundred percent opinion based. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's not what I love about it's different than the existing meta reports that we have. Right. So we compare like vicious syndicate is data based, mm-hmm. like, like pure statistical analysis data. And then we have, uh, tempo storm that is opinion based, but it's opinions of like the experts, like expert experts. And then we have like the, the, you know, the pros and the Joes, like this is the Joe team over here, which I like, but it's just interesting to see. And the way he put this together is he had, you know, 30 decks listed, like all the meta decks listed. And then you could select, like, I think this is, you know, whatever tier, and so there was really no, I mean, it was very open-ended, you know, he didn't, he didn't do anything to, to try to skew this at all. I think it was really cool. Um, and the other thing I think that you and I learned particularly from doing the the spreadsheets for the listener series is that like every week we learn something new. Oh, let's try this. Oh, let's try this. Like last week we hid the results until they were all submitted and then they magically appeared. Um, and I, so I think as a first go like hey this is super cool and i wonder mm-hmm. if you know he continues doing this that it will probably get better and better over time oh so. and you know as a university teacher i believe he is of math he could probably just get his students to do homework and do this like as a project for him Ooh, or even better <laughs> a ta oh. <laughs> wow i i mean that's crazy. yeah <laughs> Not actual suggestions, unless. No. <laughs> but but maybe, yeah. That's that's pretty great. Um, anyways, yeah, I recommend it. We'll we'll put the link in the show notes. You guys check it out. Um, I, it is in our the link is in our Discord as well. If you guys are interested in checking that out. Um, move, moving on a little bit to uh, decks. So this week I was looking for something to play, especially trying to check off all these daily quests. Uh, and I was wanting to play some priest. I saw this tweet by Martian Boo. He's great. So uh, the way that he does his stream typically is the the you know early in the month he will take listener decks or viewer decks rather and and kind of play whatever the first three weeks and then the last week of the month typically he will like grind out his high legend finish uh, yeah. and so but he posted this um, survey on Twitter saying hey I'm thinking about trying to gain some ranks during tomorrow's stream what do you want to see Dark Lair Zyrella Priest, Odd Paladin, or No Thanks, Lose Ranks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and so I saw Zyrella, Zy, Zyrella Raza Priest, and I was, so I had asked, like, is this good or is this bait? Like, if it's actually good, like, I'll craft it in gold. Because <laughs> I think it would look really cool in gold, but, like, is it bait? And he responded, and he said, hey, I only just started experimenting with it. Uh, because I too was a heavy doubter, but I've been surprised with how good it's been so far. And he said, I crafted it in gold today myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. um, 
And so, you know, what's interesting, I think, is the 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 Raza Reno Priest deck. Like the core is strong no matter what. Like the game plan is is essentially the same. It's how do you want to build it? And so this version of it uh is is a little bit different. It it runs a bunch of like low-cost healing spells that work with Zyrella, and it's surprisingly easy to trigger, especially if you've already done Raza. Like if it's a small board and they're all two health. Like you hero power and play Zyrella and you got, you know, little mini board clear, but then you got these uh you've got uh, your your zero mana um desperate prayer that heals five. Uh you've got penance, there's you've got renew, and so you can get a pretty big board clear. Uh or you can go like full on like meme king and do like the ultimate move of playing Reno Jackson and then Zyrella for a full board clear. Um, so, you know, it's interesting. I personally like, it's been fun to play with. I kind of like the older version a little bit better. Now there's pros and cons, right? I think the way I look at this is in order to make Zyrella work, you need healing spells and the healing spells on their own kind of suck. That being said, like a zero mana spell or a one mana spell is actually really awesome when you're comboing off with Spawn of Shadows because I want zero mana spells or one mana spells. And, and so, like, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't think it's bad. I, I'm not sure it's better than the other version, but it's been a lot of fun to play with. And so, I don't know. I mean, I play a lot of Reno Priest uh, of, of, you know, over the last year, I've hit Legend with Reno Priest five or six times. And, um, it's, it's definitely fun. The support cards right now are a little bit iffy, but we'll see. And so I, I've been enjoying this. I will say like, if you're trying to climb outside of legend with it, like to, to climb ladder with it, like it's not bad. This is it's good against aggro for sure. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the one archetype that <laughs> Raza priest needed. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, have you guys seen this or, or played around with it at all? Even like, I mean, it's built around Zyrella, which is, you know, it feels a little sus in my opinion, but it's been a lot of fun. I haven't played around with it yet, but I mean, looking at it, it's got like a, a great core. Most of the uh, heal spells are things that you want to be running in Raza Priest anyway. Yeah. With the only really notable exception being Desperate Prayer, right? That's um, that's the only notable one that I saw. Yeah, I mean, so I feel again, like if we get another cheap heal spell that we yeah. can toss in instead of desperate prayer, then like this archetype will be chilling. But desperate prayer just kind of seems like it has anti synergy with what you want to be doing whenever you you're you're tossing down that spawn of shadows. I will tell you, top decking desperate prayer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like. It I that is not what I am looking to top deck, but um, you know I don't know. Now, I what, what, was he playing this on stream? I assume yes, but I, Be- I I I he usually streams when I'm at work and I don't get a chance to watch as much as I would like to. Because I did feel like I ran into it a few times recently, so I, I just wonder if it, if it was out there a little bit. 
And as someone who does like to play more aggressive decks, I've lost to it and I've won against it because, like, my concern with Zyrella was, like, when Priest has board clears, why do you want to do, like, a combo to board clear? It was sort of, like, my reason why I didn't rate it as well. Um, so I've had the, you know, heal your face and, you know, deal two damage to the board or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'll just, big deal, half my board's still there. I'm just going to keep hitting you in the face. It's fine. <laughs> but it's also, it's also cleared my board as well. So I don't have a, a, a solid opinion on it. Like, I've, I've lost to it and I've won to it. It seems okay. I don't know if it's the best way to build Reno Priest, but it's a different way, right? And... Yeah. Yeah. I always encourage that, and I think it's fun to play with new toys, especially the shiny gold ones. Right, right. Yeah. I so, have a, a golden Zarella, so I'm going to have to try it out too. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been fun. I will say that I'm not. It's it's difficult because playing this late in the month, like, uh, okay, so we're recording today, and it's the 28th. So we've got three more days of of laddering uh, before the reset, and. I'm sitting here in like the bottom of legend, you know, in, in the two thousands somewhere. And like, it's, uh, it's two thousands. Yeah. So I'm in the four thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know it went that low. That's great. I, love that. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> Shots fired. That's, <laughs> um, my, well, well that's what earlier, that's my, what happens my goal has been to, to uh, complete achievements not to win <laughs> right right well you, yeah yeah hey you got your 10 stars for sure <laughs> exactly don't uh, worry about it <laughs> i don't you know i i'm not sure how good it is to ladder with I, I feel like it's difficult to judge at the end of the month where i would like to you know try it on day one day two day three and see how it performs then but it's been fun so well, what I'm I'm interested to see the decks that that you guys are talking about. So, um, as just a super brief side note, Hyder, you said that you picked the Druid Hero Portrait for your 100 level 100 portrait because you've got so many wins left to get your like 1K Druid. Yeah, it, like, it, Druid is one of my lowest played classes, and uh, I I needed a motivator, I guess, or like something to make me actually play the class and basically on the ladder things have been stale for me i've been playing a lot of the same decks over and over and um i do like to play faster decks and i haven't played a lot of druid so um sheep raised his hand and and said hey and said, i got <laughs> something for you and he's he's gonna talk about it here tonight and um a quick little note before before Sheep talks about um, the the decks we have here. I'm going to play these at least the first one because I already input the deck code in and I was only missing like two golden cards. So like, okay, we're doing it. We're gonna do this. <laughs> one nice. of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> so so Sheep, do you want to tell me what we got here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, since it is, of course, my personal goal to get you Druid wins, I, I had to bring a couple of ad aggro Druid builds. Yes. The first one, the one that you had like mostly in gold already, is the one that I actually got uh, the 11-star multiplier with twice. I know I was just bragging about being in the 4,000s, but 
whenever my goal is to win, I can do that thing. <laughs> and actually, I, I hit day one legend uh, last month, last season, with only 10 stars. So off Dude. meta and with only 10 stars, day one legend. That's it, good. It's a good deck. It's a really good deck. That's I, I um, think you you can you can flex now i that's that's yeah. pretty great that's that's <laughs> well well earned for sure that's very cool so it's a really fast deck which is why i was just kind of like hanging out on the couch like watching tv with the wife slinging some aggro druid it caps out at three so uh th there are only two Yowza. cards in it that, that are at three and th that is savage roar and voracious reader but it can actually go toe-to-toe -to -toe in the later game once you actually drop your embiggens, right? Because it basically turns you from like a, an, an aggro deck into a mid-range deck. Like you're playing a lot of cheap stuff, you drop embiggen, it's still cheap, just slightly less so, and now it's got stats. Mm -hmm. And you can just keep on pumping the board full of cheap stuff, uh, synergizes with, you know, like, like gibberling. You want to play a, a, the gibberling and then embiggen or adorable infestation and you know like you just get a really wide board and then you can mark of the lotus you can uh power uh, of the wild you can roar and just get them so that's my personal favorite build i have played a lot with kind of uh, some slightly different ones uh this one we, we talked about them earlier uh mm -hmm. slizzle um has uh, been piloting this one lately, and I have, haven't played as extensively with this particular build. I love the Arcane Golem in it, uh, but the really big inclusion in that is, of course, Arbor Up, and then one of Pride's Fury. So, um, you know, outside of that, you know, it still caps out at three. It, it's only got one roar because it, it mostly goes with Arbor Up and mm -hmm. makes your board stickier rather than just burstier. Um, and that's probably a little bit better in this particular meta. Um, you know, whenever there are like board clears and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that, that target cheaper or uh, lower health minions, you know, buffing up their health with, with Pride's Fury and Arbor Up is relevant. I see Sir Finley didn't make the cut on that one as well. Unfortunately, he did not. Um one, a couple notable um, inclusions uh, in both of them are the uh, Nerubar Weblords. Raza Priest goes from super unfavorable to almost auto win if you can get and stick a Weblord. Please they, don't they play this deck against me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, un unless you actually get the Weblord down, it's like practically impossible because. Like they they can just drop Raza, they can drop Reno, they can just like heal up, and then your your boards. You know you've got minimal draw engines because you either win or lose pretty quickly, unless you get your embiggens, which you know in which case then you have some more sticking power. Um, so the games are quick, the games are fun, and you get them. <laughs> yeah. So you mulligan for a pirate and embiggen, right? Yes. Yeah, th yeah. Those those are the biggest ones. If you have um, like embiggen and um uh oh what's his name the one mana dude intrepid initiate mm. sometimes you can keep intrepid initiate as well because you know then you've got a three two on board that also buffed up your whole deck odds are you're you know you're also keeping something like adorable infestation um you know 
in, in the uh, Slizzle's version, like the nature studies, you know, something like that as well. It's great. I like it. I'm gonna, you know what my favorite thing is? The beginning of next season is coming, and I, I, I feel like day one, nothing to lose, right? Like just I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump this first list. I'm gonna go with yours first. Um, I've already called it uh, Sheepy Agro or something, something <laughs> silly like that. Um, <laughs> and I love me some Sir Finley. And topping out at three, I think, is is just hilarious. <laughs> it's just so aggressive. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be uh, day one. Let's just jam this as much as you can all month. Let's get those wins. I Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm going to do this for sure. Yeah. Where, where it gets a little bit more nuanced is whenever you're in, the, in an aggro mirror, right? Mm. So it's kind of knowing when to trade you know, because you want to have a wide board and when to just like go face and make them do the trading for you. That's when it gets a lot more nuanced and tricky. Yeah, Against control, sure. you just get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do love the, the 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 whole argument uh, when people say aggro being so brainless, right? And but yes, okay, maybe when you're facing you know a deck that's just going to clear your board or control you, yes, you are going to go face the entire time. Um, that's your out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you win the game. Thank you. But uh, when everybody else on day one is playing aggro too, well, completely different story, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love this because the games are so fast that it's like, hey, you win or lose and like what three or three to four minutes probably something like that yeah and and then you move move on to the next game where... oh if you're past that time wise you probably should have just conceded already <laughs> so yes and no like when, once you've dropped an embiggen or two you know if you've got two embiggens mm -hmm. you actually have a lot more sustain than you would think especially if you get um life tap from uh sir finley oh, oh life tap. yeah yep yep yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love both of your reactions. Hydra's like, yeah. Nate's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I get excited. He gets mad. <laughs> I've faced that That's so great. many times, and it's like, I mean, you. So, so I, I speaking on behalf of the Cabal classes, okay, who I represent, you can only clear the board so many times, and like, okay. I've got Defile, I've got Penance, I've got Hysteria, I've got Mass Hysteria. You know, I've got, there's some stuff, but like, you know, it you run out and you run out pretty quickly. And, and you have to draw the stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and like. And if I played Double and Big in, then I'm getting a three mana, five, six beaming sidekick that is buffing something else on my board. What? <laughs> right? Yeah. That's <Best> stain. <laughs> well, and like a psychic scream costs seven, and you're not going to be alive at turn seven, you know? <laughs> or, That's the goal. <laughs> and so it's, yeah, no, no, no. It's tough. It's tough for sure. And, and by the way, like, the, yeah, your yellow cards don't work very well <laughs> when uh, there are web lords on the board. So. You know, or your battle cry cards in general. I mean, it just makes the the Reno decks very difficult to play. So you see this coming, it's like, oh no. I mean, I've had it, it, the the 
games are very decisive early on. Like you sort of all in and like turn one, turn two, you've got a full, full board of buffed things. And like, if I can clear it and you're top decking and you haven't played in big in like, okay, then I probably win. But when you like in big in or double in big in on turn one, turn two, it's like, uh, Oh, no, no, it's just (laughs) not going to happen. So I like this. I think, I've seen you have a lot of success with it. I've seen Blue Train have a lot of success with it. Oddlaw has had a lot of success with it. There's some people who are really good players, and I think that uh, if you want wins, like somebody told me this in the past, because like I've been, I'm super close to 1K with both Shaman and Warrior. I'm like at the 950 mark, right? And they're like, just jam pirate warrior just jam murloc shaman like these fast aggro decks i'm like oh, i don't really like it but but can you imagine playing odd warrior in each match is 30 minutes or you can play pirate warrior and the match is like four minutes five minutes maybe and it's like well if you're trying to get those wins like that's the right way to do it so yeah yeah no exactly i like it i'm gonna try it thank you sheep yeah fun stuff Absolutely. And if you need like any tips or like you come across any situations, like shoot me a message on discord and you know, I'll I'll be happy to, you know, even if I'm not addressing it while you're in the moment, Hey, you'll, you'll you'll at the very least kind of know what to do at that point. And sometimes the answer is just, well, you lose. (laughs) (laughs) You figure it out pretty quick. Well, that's been some good advice that I've received when playing aggro decks is like, no, no when to call it. Like you don't yeah. need to draw it out. Like if it's if 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 you're gonna lose, like just let it go and move on. Sometimes I'm a bitter aggro player, and I'll make my control player like earn the win. <laughs> that sounds very petty of me, but I'm like, you know what, Raza Priest, you're gonna have to machine gun me 20 minutes into this stupid match. <laughs> like you're gonna, it's like. <laughs> You put those cards in that deck for a reason. You know, uh, I'll let you do it. <laughs> this is bitter. <laughs> bitter me. Bitter, bitter me. I will say, whenever I was getting uh, the 11-star multiplier in both Wild and Standard, that's whenever I learned when to just, like, you know, toss it out, just concede, and move on to the next game. Oh, yeah. Whenever I was playing this and uh, Aggro Demon Hunter. Yeah. It's just, oh, great fun decks and i wish aggro demon hunter was back i was gonna say <laughs> at, at least one person is having fun right <laughs> i guess so it, I, it I depends playing it right at release for, for aggro demon hunter yeah <laughs> still stepper was, was in the list <laughs> Ooh, still stepper yeah i guess it depends on my mood right like if 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 i'm like trying to climb really really quickly or or, or whatever then i'm definitely gonna concede a match i know that i've lost but if i'm like eating ice cream and netflix is on the side and <laughs> i'll be like yeah sure i'll play it out <laughs> that's great that's great <laughs> you just explained most of the times that i'm playing hearthstone <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, in a I, bad way right? no no like... no i know you say you sit on the couch next to your wife i used to do that and, and just like play on my phone you know mm-hmm. watch tv or whatever i haven't done that in a long time I think I've probably gotten a little too dependent on, you know, like using deck tracker and that sort of thing and looking at stats. Like I got HS replay open. I'm looking at Mulligan guides and I'm all in there. Um, But, you know, when I first started playing the game, I was legitimately like 
sitting on the couch and just watching TV. So that's actually kind of an integral part of whenever I'm learning a deck is the step from taking it from the PC and playing it on mobile or, or tablet, you know, but playing it, you know, on, on a screen instead of the, a PC, because then I have to know the deck and I have yeah. to know what it is I'm doing. And whenever those resources are there at my fingertips, I'd be foolish not to use them. Right. <laughs> like I really would. Well, you get dependent on them I'm, though. Yeah. 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 Very much so. So whenever I move to the couch, I, I mean, like I, I'm probably, you know, a, a poor couch buddy sometimes because I'm you know, <laughs> on my tablet or whatnot. <laughs> but <laughs> that's whenever I'm kind of like engaging with it in that kind of different way because I don't have, you know, Hearthstone, Deck Tracker, or Firestone in the, because I run both, <laughs> in each corner telling me how much attack I have like at that turn. I don't have to think about whether I have lethal or not because it tells me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually didn't know that that was a feature for the longest time that it tells you if you have lethal or not. <laughs> but, so when I did do the couch thing, um, I, I, I had my own makeshift deck tracker back in the day by the good old pad of paper where I would have my deck list like next to me. So whenever my mulligan would come up, I'd like, okay, like look at what I have on my piece of paper and uh, do it old school. My wife used to make fun of me because the side of the couch that I sat on was littered in deck lists and paper <laughs> scribbles and everything. And she'd always be like, make it fun of my nerd papers. Uh, that's <laughs> your, uh, your handy dandy. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Good times though. That's glues glues reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me. I've got a joke I got to show you guys later. Uh, I just need to find it. It was great. Anyways, so, uh, yeah. So we're sort of running out of time a little bit. I want to switch over to our weekly challenge, if that's cool. So we didn't have one last week, uh, but we are back with one this week, and we received some fun feedback from the Discord. And essentially sort of the, it, it was really interesting because the, the, the challenge that we did um, that got the most community interaction and the most responses was also the most open-ended, which I thought was interesting because typically what, what, when we put these together, the idea was like, let's have a decisive winner, build the biggest thing, you know, and and we did, you know, you'd have people one up each other, but I think what, what we would start to see is that like, okay, once you build this giant thing, can someone else like top it when it gets super huge and people will get intimidated and it's like, eh, I can't beat that. Like, I'll just back off. And so the one that we did, um, it was a suggestion from Timbo who called it suicide squad. And it was essentially like self-lethal in the most creative manner possible. And it was just like super open-ended. And I was like, well, okay, but that that's going to force us to be really subjective and we're just going to have to pick a winner. And then y'all going to have to deal with it or there's not going to be a decisive winner. Are you guys cool with that? And they loved it. Like, okay, cool. Let's do something like that. So here's the challenge for this week. Uh, the challenge for this week is to, um, come up with the most creative OTK that you that you can using carnivorous cube so it's very very open-ended I, I want I, it's gonna have to be some kind of wombo combo whether it's uh you know ideally one turn uh, 
so here's the example and I've got, I've got a YouTube video that you guys can watch. Um, I had a really difficult time pulling this off. I remember I kept trying to do this on ladder and kept dying. And I finally called Hydra and I was like, Hey, Hey, can we do a casual game? And like, don't, you don't have to play around anything, but just don't kill me. Okay. And just let me do, just, just let me do my thing. And, (laughs) and so the combo that I did was, um, essentially was was reducing everything uh playing alexstraza to reduce the opponent's health to 15 um playing and then i don't god it was like uh ragnaros carnivorous cube faceless manipulator deathwing to to kill everything your opponent's left with 15 and you've got double rag on the board so it's like eight eight to the face and and it's an otk it's absurd you will lose many games trying this but when it when it works it's hilarious (laughs) right it's glorious to to have that big combo moment and so you can't use my example okay so you cannot use my alex double rag combo i want to share the video it will be in the show notes it's on our youtube i posted it in chat if you guys want to see what i'm talking about so again the challenge for this this week is the most creative otk that somehow utilizes a carnivorous cube uh it could be one it could be two i don't really care um so the way that you do these is uh, you can play them either on ladder or in casual. Cannot do it against the innkeeper. You cannot do it against a friend. That's it's too it's too cheating. It's too easy. The innkeeper is too easy, and and friends uh, will let you win. So, um, but we won't we won't make you tank your rank to do this like Hearthstone. Those <laughs> bad, those bad people. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but. Um, so there it is, uh, the way that you show us this. Uh, this this is a little bit trickier. Normally, screenshots are great. With something like this, it's much better if we can see the replay. So if you can drop us a link to your HS replay or your um, you know your link to the Firestone replay, or, or video it, you know, just record it and and post it, uh, you know, on YouTube or Twitter or wherever, so that we can watch it. Uh, and then in our Discord server, there is a channel called Contest Entries, and just post it there. And then, you know, unfortunately, we get to be the bad guys and uh, <laughs> and sort of just pick the one that is the spiciest. So I'm interested to see what people come up with. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm really excited. It can be, you know, you guys can get, get creative with this and, and really think outside the box. I'm looking forward to it. The question, what do you win, uh, is a couple packs on us and some bragging rights. So... Uh, I, I hope that that you all will, um, you know, engage in this and uh, and uh, humor humor us here with this uh, challenge this week. Uh, after the show's over, I'll post I'll post this challenge um, off in the Discord so that uh, people can get started on it right away. And and hopefully we we see some uh, entertaining things. I see Ben from work over here scheming away already. <laughs> and so I think that will be a lot of fun. And um, don't forget about blowing the minds of your opponent when you pull it off, because that's wow. the best part. <laughs> that, that's the best part, right? <laughs> Especially if they actually sit through it. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's conceding because that's the worst part <laughs> is if they concede, right? I did the cool thing. You didn't let me see it. Right? <laughs> sometimes you got to like, you got to pull it off super quick because if you draw it out too long, like they'll concede and you really want to see it happen. So I, I feel like there's a lot of cool opponents out there that see what's coming, but at the same time, like, all right, let's, let's see what you got. This is, this is cool. I, I, I see what's going on here. Right. And and I bet that that's even more the case in a casual, right? Where yes. people are bringing the spicy stuff. And so if, if you're bringing spicy stuff too, they're like, hey, I I want to I want to see that spicy stuff. Lay it on, <laughs> Lay it on thick. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Very cool. Very cool. Um, all righty. Well, that is about it for us. Uh, before we go, I did want to say a big thank you to our great friends who support our show. So first and foremost, thank you to Shokunin, who is the executive producer of our show had been supporting us from day one. Thank you so very much for your support. Also, thank you to our uh, patrons. So disruptor 108, Claudette G, Daniel B, wildcard, R Morn, Ben from work, AJ Gomez. And we got a new patron over the past week. I'm going to butcher your name. I'm very sorry about it. Uh, N M Berthy. I'm very sorry. I don't know. How, wait, 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 say it again. That is number theory. Number theory. Oh my God. How did I not <laughs> notice that number theory? That's so funny. Cause you hear okay. number, number theory all the time. Like in other podcasts around the community, I've heard number theory a million times, but when you read it, I'm sitting here looking at it and I am like, it's like a license plate. Like I look at license plates quite a bit and it's like NM like New Mexico. Um, Hmm. New Mexico birthy like what you guys oh my god i'm so embarrassed that's great that's great i'm not cutting this that's incredible we'll just i was just thinking here. like mate's gonna re-record that part and say number there yeah yeah well I'll get, it, <laughs> I'll get it right next week i do we really appreciate it so thank you very very much uh we put it back into the show and so yeah new mexico birthy your name is forever changed sorry that's what i, I told jack i i <laughs> I told Jack when Jack was on the show, when Jack was on the show, his, his tag is, it's like, it's junior H skate. Right. And it's like, what, what, how does, how do you get Jack from that? Okay. So New Mexico birthy, that's, that's it. Uh, number theory. Thank you very much for being a new patron on the show. It's very kind of you and we appreciate it. Um, if anybody who is watching or listening is inter interested in supporting our show uh, financially, you could do that by visiting our website. It's born to be wildhs.com, clicking on the find us page. And then there's a link to our Patreon that money directly supports the show. Uh, and uh, we we very much appreciate it. Uh, we also have some merch on our website, wildcard and his wife run our merch shop. And there's some great things there. And finally, if you're somebody who is on Twitch a lot, we do have some emotes that you can unlock by subbing to us. We appreciate that. Uh, finally, a big thank you to Firestone for providing us premium access to their service. Um, we've been having a lot of fun with their deck tracker. You can get the free version by going to firestoneapp.com. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and they have been very open to ideas and, su and suggestions and uh, been very communicative with us. And it has been an absolute blast uh, working with them. And so um, 
you know, I, I highly encourage people to check it out. If you're interested, there is a premium version that you can get. I believe it's two dollars and ninety nine cents per month. If that's uh, something that you would like to do. Aside from that, that that is basically us for the night. Sheep, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I hope that we can do it again soon. Oh, wait, next week we are. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for people who want to interact with you or find your content, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitch and Instagram at Electric Sheep City. On Twitter at eSheep City because the, the whole thing didn't fit. And elsewhere online at www.electricsheep.city. Super cool. Thank you for hanging out. It's been an absolute blast. And always hanging out with y'all. Always a good time when you come on. I always appreciate it when you're here. Yeah, it's always a blast to catch up and hang out with some buds. A sheep ate it, something like that. God, that's really bad. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow the dad jokes are so flowing it's great hydra where can people find you you guys can find me on twitter and twitch at hydralisk underscore hs and you can always find me in our discord and i highly recommend you all come check out the discord very active community if you're looking to hang out talk a wild or just hang out in general we got a great community in there a lot of interaction and it's a good place to be so come check us all out there <laughs> we, the jokes are so bad tonight it's great <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, you can find me, you can find me online. I'm pretty active on Twitter, uh, for, for good or for bad. Uh, I'm very active on Twitter at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N A T E W O L F E T C G. Uh, more importantly, you can find the show online at our website, born to be wild hs.com. I have been neglecting updating it a little bit, but we have a long weekend. Hopefully I can, uh, get everything current by this weekend. Again, it's born to be wild hs. Com. If you visit the website, there are links to all the different places that you can find the show. There are links to the YouTube. There are links to the Discord. And I will echo what Hydra said in terms of the Discord really is, is where uh, it's happening. One of the main things we try to do with this show is to spotlight members of the wild community and just the community in general, hanging out, sharing lists, having fun whether it's Hearthstone related or real life or, or everything kind of in between. And the discord has just been a very fun place to interact with the community. And so I recommend it. Uh, we have a low tolerance for drama. It, it is mostly a, a, just a great time happening uh, over there. And so I recommend people to join it. Uh, even if you're not big on social, um, you know, social media, it's, it's, it's very community oriented and, and uh, we have a lot of fun with it. So if you're interested in checking out the discord, the easiest way to find it is go to our website on the fight, click find us. And there's a direct link to, to uh, uh, an invitation to join the discord. So yeah, that, that is it. And thank you all who uh, have been hanging out with us tonight, watching the show live in chat. Um, so we really appreciate you guys all hanging out and a uh, giant shout out to Hydra's wife for making that awesome Murloc. It's super cool. Awesome. I will see y'all next week for another new episode of Born to be Wild and look forward to uh, our review of the mini set. And uh, yo.
thank you all for hanging out tonight. See you next week. Bye.